I'll let him introduce himself. I'm Buddy. Uh, been a member here. Been here for about a year and a half. Been a member for a few months now. Uh, probably about six months, something like that. Uh, two of my kids are over here because it's parent meet and greet day, and well, I guess we're pulling double duty. Uh, two of my other kids. Uh, I've got 21, 12, 9. Six. So I've got it. <laughs> and, and if you spend any time with me, you'll you'll realize how I'm Paul at this. Apparently, I do things the hardest way you can possibly do things. So, same time we had him, we decided to get a puppy. So we wanted to make sure I had a teenage girl right then, a toddler right then, you know, a terrible two right then, and a puppy. So I just wanted to make sure that we had everything covered. So, I'm a United States Army veteran. Um, this is kind of you know near and dear to my heart. I uh, have been friends with Roper here for probably about five years now. Um, and just a little story of how I got kicked off. We were sitting uh, in our in our office there, and you know he's he's doing construction. He's been doing it forever. You know I, I run a network engineering firm, uh, and he turns around and he says, uh, I really wanted to start a nonprofit handyman for you know widows and orphans. And being a veteran and wanting to be a part of something bigger, I said, let's go. And so two guys that know absolutely nothing about starting a nonprofit decided to jump in and start a nonprofit. We knew that we could help people, and we figured God would figure the rest of the stuff out. So that's basically it. So. Um, yeah, a little bit to add on to that story. So I'll, I'll go ahead and preface this in the, in the beginning. If I start crying, um, please forgive me. Um, <laughs> Usually when you lead with that, there it is. It's gonna start. It's gonna happen. It's gonna go. Water waves are gonna work. Yeah. All right. Hopefully I got that one out of the way and I can fight off the other. So Books of John um, came about 10, 15 years ago when I had a handyman business. Um, through 09 or 011 when the you know the economy was just booming, you know, everything was just happening great. So I had this handyman business, and I was like, man, I really want to do something with, with, the, with the next generation above me. And uh, I would talk to my father about it every day, and it uh, <clears throat> gets me every time. It does. It's a good story. I I'll guess. wait. Yeah. <laughs> and um, never acted on it. Timing wasn't right. You know, whatever reason, I had three kids, hands full, and just trying to pay the bills at the time. So fast forward. 12 years later, you know, um, we're here. My father was diagnosed with stomach cancer. Um, oh. His name is John. His name is John. I'll get to that in a second as well. <laughs> um, but he and I would talk about this all the time. Um, he, he was a great guy. Uh, he took care of the widows in his church. Um, growing up, he would take me out to help the widows when he was helping them in our community. And uh, just grew up serving. <laughs> wow, this is brutal. Um, and so when he was last, I guess, two weeks before he passed, um, the universe just collided for me and said, all right, God said, it's time to go. You've been thinking about it for 12 years. Um, his universe, you know, we had collided some five years back, but there were some things that in his universe and my universe just got together and said, all right, it's, this is what we're going to do. So, like I said, I've been in construction for 20 years. He's been in computer in the military, and we're just two guys just trying to make it happen, go out and serve and help. So I just, we just have a little 
10-minute presentation of kind of what we do, kind of about us, kind of what we offer. And then after that, I just kind of want to open it up, you know, for questions, if y'all want to know what the processes are or anything like that. So um, I'll start off with Books of John. Um, we're a nonprofit handyman, uh, service for widows, uh, widowers, and senior care. Um, joke around that there's no job too small for us. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so our mission is right here. Uh, this is our mission statement. We uh, empowering dignified living. Um, our nonprofit handyman business is dedicated to serving widows and the elderly by providing essential home repair and maintenance and services. Our mission is to ensure that every individual in our community can age gracefully and comfortably in their homes, free from burdens from household tasks. Through skilled craftsmanship, compassion, and a sense of community, we aim to foster and support environments that enables widows and elderly to maintain their independence while living in their home. So our main goal is to just to help. I mean, it can be changing light bulbs. It could be pressure washing your driveway so you don't slip. It can be just bringing your groceries in. Um, we have one, one of our ladies, is like she called us up. She said, hey, can you help me get my band off my iWatch? Sure. She's 20 minutes away, but we'll drive over there and take a four-minute job just to help her out because her husband had passed um, probably eight months ago uh, just real fast. So she was in a whirlwind, and kids live in different states, and uh, she met us. And so that's, that's kind of what we want to do. We just want to help. Um, we want to talk. If you want to talk, it doesn't really matter. We don't even have to have a job. If you don't say, hey, I just want to talk for a little bit, then you know, you're more than welcome to call us. Um, a little bit of history on books of John. So I'm the seventh generation of John in my name. Uh, my name's Jonathan Eric Roper. Uh, as you can see before me, my great-grandfather was John Jackson Roper. Uh, he, just to kind of go back, just, to, just all the generations serving, he was a, Huck, a town Huxtable in Ardmore, Alabama. So if you know where Ardmore is, it's a small little, small little town right there on the uh, Alabama-Tennessee state line. Um, he was kind of well off since he, was, uh, since he had a, a decent paying job. Uh, things he would do for his community would, um, he had a radio. Nobody in the community had a radio, so every Saturday he'd sit up the radio in the windowsill and the whole neighborhood would come and set up blankets and picnics and they would listen to the Grand Ole Opry and do life together. Um, he also, anytime they slaughtered a cow, he would give a quarter or a half a cow to, you know, families that, poor families that didn't have a way to eat or just needed to help. Um, and that was my grandfather. I can only trace it back to my great-grandfather. After that, I, we can't really, I don't really know any more history after that. Um, my grandfather, uh, John Hubert Roper, um, he built some churches in North Alabama. He would build it, get it up and running, move on to another little city, build up another church. I think he did that three or four times. Um, but he was also a banker, so he would extend loans to probably those who couldn't really qualify for loans and it would just helped him out in any way he could. Also involved with all the community services, line clubs, all the things of that nature. Um, my father, John Eric Roper, <coughs> yeah, sorry. Um, he was a deacon in his church. Uh, he was in the military also. Um, like I said, his mission was to serve kind of what I'm doing. Um, I lived, I learned everything that I, that I do and my feelings from my dad. So um, he was a great father, and so this is an honor for me to con continue keeping it going. Um, myself, I'm Jonathan Eric Roper. Um, though my, my past history is not as long as they are, but they had a head start on me. 
So I'm only falling off figure about halfway there in my story. So um, I've been in construction for 20 years. Um, I've always helped out the widows. And in, in my neighborhood, I have five or six ladies that I've been helping out for 10 plus years, whether it's, you know, getting the mail for them, clean off snow, just miscellaneous things, whatever they needed. So when my father, like I said, when my father was, was passing away, this idea just came and hit us. And that was probably uh, four months ago. Um, when we first started the process, they told us it would take anywhere from six to eight months for us to get our 501c3 um, nonprofit uh, certification back from the IRS. We had it in like two and a half months. Um, and so it's just been a miracle, but just seeing how this has worked so, so fast and so involved and meeting Miss Paulette and meeting other crucial members within this congregation that's just taking it from yeah, if y'all don't know four Paulette's or five months course, ago. I mean, she's, she'll, she'll drive anything. I mean, <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's been amazing. Um, obviously this is my father, uh, just along the way. And this is kind of list of services that we do. It's, I mean, this is just a, a tidbit of it. I didn't want to go on five slides of things that we do, but it doesn't really have to be big. It doesn't have to be small. Just whatever you need. It's, uh, it, it can go anywhere. Uh, filters, uh, just questions on some breaks, or just questions. If you want to fix it, you can call us. We'll try to tech help you across the phone and, you know, and help you if you want to try to fix it. Or we can hold hands and I can teach you all how to, to do it as well. Um, these are just some pictures that we've done with some of our past jobs. That one was a clogged gutter, had leaves in it obviously, water was rolling off, rolling inside the house, so we just got up there and cleaned it. We had a, another lady who lives up on a hill, so when the, in the fall when the leaves get wet, she can't, crawl, she can't come up her driveway because her husband used to clean out all the leaves and everything off the driveway for her. So That's me leaf blowing. That's, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing the work. We would go over there twice a week for, you know, two months and just make sure there wasn't any leaves up there. Um, the other one, a lady called, she said, my lights aren't working underneath my, my countertops in my kitchen. We checked the light bulbs, all that was fine. So I was like, well, this is kind of weird. So undid the plug and the, the main hot wire had come out of the back and was just dangling in the back of the box, which is not really a good idea to happen. So fix that, put it back together. Um, you know, we trip like landscaping, we do filters. One lady had a woodpecker that pecked a hole inside of her, uh, you know, on her, on her fence post or in her backyard. And so she's like, I just want it to go away and I don't want to see this bird crawling up in my, uh, in my uh, decking. So we just filled it in and took care of it. Um, another lady had a, a leak in her shower um, just from all the years of just moisture in there. It kind of busted the drywall. So got in there and fixed it and painted it and... This lady right here, Miss <laughs> Pat, she's 83, and she um, couldn't, she got tired of taking her groceries from downstairs to upstairs, so we made a little lift for her um, where she can press the button up at the top, and it'll bring all the groceries up to her, and uh, so she can, she Just doesn't so have know, to go up the stairs. We had no idea what we were doing. That's my <laughs> face right there saying, I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> It took us about three hours, and we're about 95% complete. We got yep. to go back for we some go back. and ends. But um, this was another one of our clients. Miss um, Thayer wanted to know. Thayer, yeah. Mm -hmm. Her drawer wouldn't close anymore, and what had happened is that the uh, the track right here had come off and just broken off over the years, and so we just obviously fixed it and put it back together. But she wanted to know why that drawer wasn't working. Yeah. So she wanted to get down there and see it. 
Um, I'll show you. Um, here's a little video. So we got a call one day during the snowstorm. Um, this is Miss Sally. I'm sure some of y'all might know Miss Sally around here. Sally Walker. Sally Walker. Yep. Uh, so Miss Paulette called us up on maybe a Tuesday. She's like, hey, we have a, a lady that goes to Otter Creek. Uh, she has family that's coming in, and she might need to use her car, might not need to use it, um, but we're, but she needs to get her driveway cleaned off. So I said, all right. I called um, Miss Sally up on Tuesday, made an appointment for Wednesday, and then we got over, and here's a little short little video. Probably it's three minutes long. Probably won't let it run for three minutes just because it's, um, it's a lot, but uh, this is this one of the little jobs that we did. And you'll see a couple little boys out there. <laughs> they bring the whole family. <laughs> yeah, well, there's Buddy and myself and hey, Mr. Eric, what are you doing at eight other kids today? that we joined. Family coming in on Saturday, so we're trying to get everything married for her. So she needs to use the car she can. Awesome, thank you. <laughs> this is my oldest daughter videotaping, so she thinks she is a video star. So apologize about that. He did like spraying the kids with snow. Yes. <laughs> that was part of it. And my 12-year-old had a buddy over, and I was like, well, you're here, so you're going. Let's go. product so you can see what the end looks like if it'll get there maybe not there we go. That was just a, a you know a brief little tidbit of what we do, and we try to do it on a daily basis. Like I said, right now I still have a current day job uh, in construction. Um, eventually, I would love for this to be my my full time job, and well, I don't know what that is. Um, what a testimony to God and His work through people. Oh, he's it's amazing, isn't it? Mm -hmm. It'll be a part of their lives. I, I just applaud you. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah it's a, we want to we keep it as a generational thing. Like I said, I grew up doing it from generations with my family, and I want my kids out there doing it with me as well. And Buddy feels the same, and this, there's no reason why this 
shouldn't be bigger than ourselves, and um, it just needs to it just needs to happen. And in my in my viewpoint, so um, we also do fundraisers. We're doing one right now where we smoke a whole bunch of barbecue. I love to smoke barbecue. Um, we bought a smoker. It's massive. Um, I can put forty butts. Yeah, we can put about we can put about ninety chickens on it. So if you like chickens, we can smoke out a whole bunch of them. Um, but uh, this is uh, this is kind of our Bible. This is kind of what we believe in. Um, is our testimony for for kind of what we do and, and for what we stand for. You know, it's uh, Jesus didn't even ever. Jesus did not decide on what his work would be. He got his to do list, which we get to do list all the time from our wives. Um, from from friends, and uh, you know, we list. We just try to finish them out. You know, as a faithful servant should. We shouldn't. We don't try to change what's given to us. We just take it and just and just go with it. So, um, it's been a huge blessing for us so far. Um, it's a very eye-opening situation to the way God works and the way He puts people into places to make things happen. And it's a uh, it's strictly amazing. So, um, that's pretty much all I have. I don't know if Mr. Buddy has anything. So I think you covered just about I'd just like to say, I, I met, is it Buck? Buddy. Buddy. Yep. And you all, I think, would appreciate it because he, I met, he was with his boys, mm-hmm. and so the boys were, were, I was introducing myself, and, they, and I would say something, and they'd say yes, and he'd say, Yes, ma'am. <laughs> that's, that's, good yeah. for you. Yes, ma'am. That's the way it's supposed to be. Wow, that's, that's really, you really don't <laughs> see that, and it's so precious. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks. How, how do you determine? I think we should give your helpers a round of applause. <laughs> oh, thank you. So the way we've classified most of our jobs, since they're small, just we're not going in and gutting out a bathroom. I mean, we have other sister or sister companies that we can refer off to that we trust that can do big jobs. We go in. Our qualification is we do a two hundred dollar limit of material costs. So if we come into your house and you need a light bulb, you need a, a faucet or whatever, our kind of Stopping point is two hundred dollars. Now, if it's some, if there's a bigger need and it's like three hundred or four hundred, then we take it back to our board. Our board can vote on it and say, yeah, you know, we approve to do this, or, or we'll find, you know, different ways to help it. So, kind of two hundred dollars and under on a material cost is kind of our, of our, our tipping point. Where's your office? It's on Trousdale and Harding. If you know where that is, there's yeah. a little. A uh, little office complex right behind the CVS, right there in the corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I actually live in Creek Hall, so it's a nice little two-minute commute for me every morning. So it makes it real nice. Yeah, and so. we're not. So we're we're certainly not in the business of. We, our our list right there. The the main point for me on that is that if someone calls me with the need, it's not my job to say, yes, we'll do it. No, we won't do it. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do it. I mean, that's we don't decide what is given to us. So. When it comes here, we'll do it, or we'll figure out a way to get it done, and we'll work out the rest. And that's kind of the, we we don't want money to ever be a conversation when it comes to somebody's, you know, comfort, when it comes to somebody's security, when it comes to somebody's, they say they need it, they need it. Everybody's in different places of life, everybody's in different stages. If someone has a need, we're going to fill that need, and then we'll work out the rest on the back end. And there's no charge for this, but it is a not-for-profit organization. So 
any if you want to give a donation to the to the books of John, then yep. then that is acceptable for mm -hmm. sure. Yes. Do you have uh, do you guys have volunteers? Yes, ma'am. So we've currently so currently on our relative since we're fairly young into this, um, we have eight clients that we that we take care of. We probably have twenty ish, twenty two ish volunteers. Um, Otter Creek is the first church that we've come to. Um, what I would like, what we would like to do, is go to every church and build up this massive volunteer community and just service everything. Um, my main goal is once we get outside the churches, um, start actually going out to like the rideshare companies that offer rides um, to those individuals. Because if you're offering for a rideshare company, then you really don't have a group. You know, you don't have a support group. So. My main mission is to really go out into wherever I have to go to and find those who are actually lost or don't, are not connected with the group or family or friends and just give them a support group of individuals. Um, so that's my long-term goal is to, is to kind of get outside of the churches because the churches can kind of take care of themselves for the most part. But, um, and I also want to get young churches and link them with older churches and just have a kind of bridge that gap in, in age groups. So are you saying on the $200 in supplies, the senior citizen doesn't pay for the supplies? Not unless they want to. There's no strings attached for us to come in. We just want to come in and help. Um, we haven't done a free job yet. Our, our clients have always been like, we, uh, we're able to pay, so we want to pay. Um, they usually cover the materials of that day. Uh, sometimes they'll give an additional do uh, uh, donation on top of that, but when we go in and do it, there's no... There's no, we're not expecting to get a check every time we come somewhere. And I think so. we've already saved, it's close to $6,000 on labor. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, for us to go out and do something, it's a, you know, $50 part, we go out and do it, and that repair was 50 bucks. If you call somebody, like a regular GC or something like that to come fix something, they're charging you labor and all that stuff. And we just don't think that's, that's fair. I mean, we, we should be taking care of our own people, and mm -hmm. we should be... We have the talents, we have the, the resources, we have all the things that we need, and we have God behind us, which is, you know, the best. It's pretty good. So, so it, to us, it, it's, we get to do good for people. They don't have to worry about the money part of it. You know, the business is going to take care of itself. And, you know, it's, that's in God's hands. So it's, it's kind of when there's a need, we get to just go out and fill it. And that's, to, to, to answer your question, that's why we did it as a nonprofit. We don't. We don't want that conversation with the awkwardness of, hey, it costs this, it does this. It, it just doesn't. Mm -hmm. It take, For me, it takes away from my ability to actually enjoy the moment of helping people when you have to go down that route. So. Definitely so. Then how do you make money? You said you did this every day. It's, all, have, it's all donations. Mm -hmm. But you have other jobs? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So. Those kids eat a ton. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to keep working. Yes. Man, they eat so much. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So do you do it on the weekends though, or like weekends, at night? after hours, whenever, whenever lunch breaks, whenever it's whenever needed. Yeah. Um, so that that is one thing. It is you know if you tell us you got a need, we got to fit it in the schedule somehow. You know, so we work with us on timing, and that that is one of the things that that we're working on streamlining. And when I said we didn't know anything about starting a nonprofit, I wasn't joking. We didn't know anything yeah. about it. So we're just now getting our software stood up. We're getting our volunteer side set up. Otter Creek has been simply amazing in this and letting us be a part of their vision of what they have for like what the men's ministry is doing mm -hmm. and, and for future or future rollouts for them what they're you know they're attached up so they're allowing us to kind of tag along that and that alone increases our volunteer base doubles our volunteer
to race. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's going to be really fun to see how Otter Creek and Books of John come together to help anyone that needs it. So, yeah, inside or outside of the church. So. Yep. Yeah, like I said, we're four months into it. Like I said, eventually I would love this to be my full time. So, job do people do have to contact you through Otter Creek, or is there? I'll let Miss Paulette answer that one. <laughs> yeah. So the way that we have it right now is. I have something to yep. do with, so I'm yep. gonna, She wasn't busy yeah. enough. I didn't have anything to do. So. so right now your point of contact is Paulette, and what she'll do is she'll let us know um, kind of what's what's going on there. We do have uh, a website and a form on the website. If you want to reach out directly, you can do that as well. But uh, Paulette is kind of the, the Otter Creek Books of John liaison for us right now, so that we can kind of keep things organized and, and make sure nothing falls you know through the cracks. Mm -hmm. Yes. He wants something done. All a busy person. <laughs> 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 something that interests you. Yeah. 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 So, are there any other questions, comments, concerns, whatnots? I'll tell y'all that Sally Walker is who they went over and cleaned off her her uh, driveway and her sidewalk and her car and everything. And then she had told me that um, she had had knee replacement and that they had told her she didn't need to go up and down her steps. Uh, and her washer and dryer were in the, in the basement. So she, but she had been really careful in doing that. So while they were there, Eric and Buddy went down and looked at it and, and they looked at it and they said, what's above this? And I said, it's a bedroom, but she uses it as a closet. So enough room for us to move it up there and, and I said yeah I think we could shift things around enough to move it up there they said well or we might even get like a stackable and put it up there but we could just run the hoses drill a hole I mean just make a hole to do the hoses and everything in my mind because I don't do what they do I'm thinking they're going to cut a hole out of the floor and move the <laughs> And they explained to me, no, they would just unhook it and take the washer and dryer upstairs. It would be a small hole. Mm -hmm. and, um, but they are available for most anything you want to ask them to do. And, and they have um, the hearts of the Lord in them. I mean, they are, I'm so impressed with these two young men and what they're, they want to do and what they have determined that the Lord wants them to do. Um, Part of what we've talked about is as they go into homes and do things for older people and they see needs, and it's another way that we think we can use our social worker that we have tried so hard to get up and going and, at, at Otter Creek and or vice versa, yeah. And so uh, that's part of what we're doing is trying to link what they're doing and what we're doing with aging together um, and, and provide for the people who, who might need this service and um, and don't think, well, I can afford to I can afford to get someone to do that. You know, I don't have to call them. They want to be called. Mm -hmm. They want to do this. They this is a calling that they have. So and then if you want to take the money that you would have paid paid the plumber to come out and do it, that's fine. But that's 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 between you and mm -hmm. and your heart. So um, so those are that's the the new ministry. I told y'all that when I sent out the email that that's what was going to be um, talked about today. Anybody have questions? I just want to say something. I know that as we get older, it's uh, harder to accept the fact that we need help. But uh, I think that's why God created us, you know, in a community. Let's don't risk ourselves 
climbing the ladder, thinking, oh, this is just something easy to do. Um, we are not, you know, we're more fragile than you know we were, you know, 10, 15 years ago. And it's okay. It's okay to uh, ask for help. I see this a lot, you know, the home because I yeah. with home care, you know, and I see, you know, how, you know, people don't want to accept that they do need someone to be with them. Yeah. So no, for sure. Is, is there any way that you can show that list of the things you have done? Sure. It was kind of hard to see. <laughs> and maybe you could just read them. Yeah, so um, we do pressure washing, gutter cleaning, light bulb changing, sweeping, light yard work. If you got a dripping faucet or if you have a, obviously I can't spell, if you have a, a running toilet uh, that just keeps on running. Uh, window cleaning, so we want to go also go through and put in um, emergency battery backups, at least in the hallways, mm -hmm. that just plug into your, uh, your outlet so when you lose power, this light will come on, it usually lasts for about an hour or an hour and a half, just so it's just not completely dark for you. So we go through and add those, um, any minor appliance repair, uh, interior, exterior, home repair, uh, we'll put in uh, grab bars in your bathrooms or showers or stairwells or anything like that. Um, if you need a handheld shower uh, nozzle installed in your shower, uh, we'll you know, add those, any minor plumbing, electrical, HVAC, uh, cleaning out your dryer vents yearly is very important. Um, if not, your houses can burn down. So, not to alarm you, but they need, you know, it's just the, just the, the yearly checks that you need to do to your house. Um, moving heavy objects, small painting, drywall repair. If you got doors that don't close, we can adjust those real easily. Winterizing your, the outside of your house and inside of the house every year. Uh, just to make sure your pipes don't freeze. Um, if you need to, uh, the other one is house cleaning and organization. So if you need to help decluttering a garage or a room or something, we can drop off a dumpster, load it all up, and just take it all away. So that's that's just a little list of things that we do. Outside of that, if anything pops up, I mean, we'll we we'll do that. Could we get a copy of that? Sure. Oh, of course. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you will send that to me. I send out the Yeah, I can. I can send out this whole thing to Miss Paulette. And a, and a little on the process um, of, of how it works. Once you have a need, or you call Miss Paulette, what she'll do is she'll reach out to us, and from there we we do vet all of our volunteers. We make sure that they're background checked, all that kind of stuff. So once we get that, so Paulette will reach out. We will contact, we'll put it out to the volunteers. If they, if nobody grabs it, we'll grab it. But someone will call you in the next, you know, 24, 48 hours to set up some sort of time that works for you. And so then you've got connection with that person. They'll let you know who they are. They'll let you know what they're driving or whatever so you know who's coming up your driveway, right? Because I don't like people. My driveway is really short, but I still don't like people driving up in my driveway that I don't know, right? So we'll do all that. They'll get done. They'll report back to us. We report back to the church. And then there's follow-up that occurs, you know, after that to make sure. What we found is, is once we do one thing for you, you want us to come back all the time. <laughs> so that is, uh, that is definitely, we, we have things that we look for when we go on site. We have like an intake form that we fill out. You may have us there for gutter cleaning, but we may see something that, is, that needs to be fixed as well. And, and we're, we're those people who are going to call us out and say, hey, this needs to be fixed. And it's not like a normal contractor when they're like, hey, this needs to be fixed because I want to collect another couple thousand dollars. It's, hey, 
we're gonna fix this while we're here. <laughs> so it's a totally different conversation. Um, we make sure that what we can catch, we do catch while we're there. We report back to you, make sure that you're well informed on everything that we're doing and what's going on. We make sure the church knows what we're doing, what's going on. So it's not, um, we're not going to have some random company come out and do work for you that we don't know personally. Mm -hmm. I have a question. Do you train your volunteers or do you get volunteers who already know how to do So when we, when we onboard a volunteer, we ask, you know, what is your skill set? Do you have, are you medically trained? Are you carpentry? Are you electrical? Whatever it may be. And when we go out and look at the job that needs to be done, we'll say, hey, this really needs to be somebody that's qualified in this, or this needs to, this can be just somebody that just wants to, wants to serve. Mm -hmm. So uh, typically we'll know by the job if we need to get somebody that is, and we have people that are in, one of our volunteers is a, a retired uh, surgeon, and he's like, I did really well for myself, so now I just go and help, you know, people. And we're like, great, Mike, call you tomorrow, <laughs> every day. Yes. So, you know, it, it, it really varies, and Honestly, that's a God thing for us that, one, we haven't even knocked on doors and they've opened for us. Two, the exact, when I say the exact, the exact volunteer that we've needed for a certain thing has been there, mm -hmm. you know, for us. And, and so it's just a, it's really cool to sit back and see people getting helped. It's cool to see people, you know, showing their talents and their, and their gifts and their willingness to help in their heart. And so it's. You know, this isn't a concept that's new to anybody, right? People have been doing what the Johns have been doing for years and years and years. I'm a process guy, and I want to set up something that's scalable. You know, and so that's what we're trying to do here. We're trying to make this to where you, any person in any community knows that there is a hub of people there that love them and want to help them. I don't care if you're Muslim. I don't care if you're Hindi. I don't care if you're Buddhist. I don't care because my God says love everybody. So I have to go help. So it's it's really, yeah, that's my skill. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yes. So like is there a certain perimeter location that you work and how is payment made? Like if a volunteer comes, like how do you pay for your part or if you want to make, yeah. sure. you pay extra? Yeah, right now it's just, you know, the Nashville hub-ish, you know, surrounding Spring Hill, Murfreesboro, Bell, Bellmead, Bellevue, you know, just anywhere around the National Hub. Um, and if you feel like you need to make a donation, um, <clears throat> you can write a check. Uh, you can go to our website, um, and you can go to our website. They'll have a, a Donate Now button. You just click that and follow the steps. We ask no cash just because that takes the, yeah. the question out of the, yeah. you know, out of the, out of the round. So. Yes. Do you guys have liability insurance that covers your volunteers? We do. Mm -hmm. yeah. We have board member and officer insurance. We have a, a general liability insurance and volunteer insurance coverage. Um, also, if you would like a coffee cup um, or if you just need a business card to have our contact information on the back side, there is a, a QR code that looks like this. I don't know if you're familiar with QR codes or not, um, but you can just take your phone that's on your camera, just hold it in front of it, and it'll lead you to either our website or a donation link or anything like that if you want to learn more about us. So that's basically all I got. If y'all have any more questions or concerns. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. He has been doing that. Yeah. I've known them for two months and uh, I love them. So. Does anybody mind if I close with some prayer for, for this? Yeah, and then I'll announce about next Sunday. So okay. Go ahead. 
Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this opportunity to come and, and, and talk to your family, Lord. Um, we don't take this responsibility lightly. Um, it is something that's heavy on our heart. And just ask for your continued guidance and leadership through this. Um, Lord, please be with everyone in this building as they go through the next week. And Lord, thank you for um, all you do for us. Jesus Christ, I'm going pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you all so much. Next Sunday, we have Ashley Cleveland, uh, who is going to be speaking. That's someone that Laura and Steve found. And you want to tell, her, tell us a little bit about her, Laura? So. I, really, I really don't know her super, super well. She's mostly um, a, a friend of Lee's, but she's like a rocker, a rock and roll star, Christian rock and roll star. You can like rock and roll and music. <laughs> she's, you know, she's lived a lot of life and has a lot of stories. She's currently a spiritual director, spiritual advisor um, at St. Yeah, the Church, of, oh, Church, Church of the Redeemer. She's, oh, yeah. Yeah. Isn't that she probably knows Troy and Jean from Church of the Redeemer. Um, but she's just a just has a heart of gold and um, gives all the glory to God for her hardships and her successes. So I know you're going to enjoy hearing from her. Okay. So y'all have a good week. And <coughs> Buddy and Eric will be around for a few minutes if you need to ask more questions. So.